Hey everyone, welcome to the Motion Church Weekly Podcast. On this podcast, we share some thoughts from our weekly gatherings as home churches, as well as our messages from when we all get together. It's our desire to help people become fully devoted followers of Jesus, and we hope that this podcast encourages you to walk in that way. Thanks again for joining us, and enjoy this episode. Hey, what's up, everybody? It's Caleb and Shannon here with Motion Church Weekly, and we are back with another episode um, this week talking about how to study the Bible. We are uh, kicking off a summer series with our church uh, for a few weeks here looking at why should we study the Bible, how can we do it, and particular methods. And we have um, the next few weeks set aside um, to really take our people through how they can study the Bible. We want everybody to be equipped to be able to get to know the Lord and His Word um, as much as they can on their own so that they know they can, they can test uh, what they hear when they're listening to podcasts or different messages or sermons during the week, uh, when they're hearing us teach as we go through on Saturdays. We want them to be able to know the Word for themselves. And so um, Shannon took us through some great stuff this week so he's here with us share with us what you gave this week Shannon yeah I'm really excited for this series because it is it's really important I think I think this is one of the things generally speaking across the board in our churches that we really don't do that good at and and so one of the reasons why we wanted to do this series over the summer is um, so that we have a, a process here, a, a way we're equipping our people on how to do this, uh, because this this is the one of the most important things in our lives uh, outside of our relationship with Jesus. It's His Word, because it's in His Word that we get to know who He is and what He's going to accomplish through us in in the world. And so we want them to be able to know how to do that. And I think this the second thing that's important is one of the things I stressed uh, on Saturday was the reason why we're equipping them isn't so that they can have a better personal study life. It's because (laughs) studying scripture is a group effort. It's all meant for us to then come together. One of the aspects of of learning the, the ins and outs of what scripture means is getting with your fellow brothers and sisters in Christ and talking through it. And I think that's some of the things that are missed with the the performance platform preaching mm-hmm. kind of mode. Not that there's anything wrong with preaching the word. There's times for preaching, but we don't really capitalize on the church body as a whole coming coming together. And so that's that's a second part of of all this. Uh, and then there's of course the third part that we want to be able to take what we do in this series and then create an ongoing set of tools so as we encounter new people they want to know how to study the bible we can direct them uh to to our website or give them this resource the podcast um everything to help them then study the scripture as well so in order to do that in order to do the how it's important to understand why we're Mm -hmm. doing what we're doing and that's why i wanted to take our our first lesson here and just talk a little bit about why it's so important 
to study scripture, that it's not just something that church leaders do or the theologians do. It's, it's something that a follower of Christ should be desiring to do. And so um, there's a lot of cool passages all throughout scripture that talk about the importance of God's word. But I focused on three because I think those three cover the, the wide gamut of, of all of the, the ideas and the underlining themes and the importance of it. And they really get to the heart. And I'm not going to reteach uh, my lesson from Saturday. I really encourage anybody who's listening to this podcast to, to go and listen to our actual Saturday mm -hmm. uh, podcast of, of that. And you'll get the full lesson. So I want to kind of hit on the highlights and talk about why it's important. The first passage I looked at was 1 Peter 3, 13 through 17. And and the, the context of, of Peter writing here is persecution in of the church. Hmm. The church is going under a, a severe persecution. And, you know, he leads in. He says, now who is there to harm you if you are zealous for what is good? But even if you should suffer for righteousness' sake, you will be blessed. Have no fear of them, nor be troubled. He, he's saying, okay, if you're going under serious persecution, don't fear. Yeah. But he says, why is that? And then the heart of this passage is verse 15. He says, but in your hearts, honor Christ the Lord as holy, always being prepared to make a defense to anyone who asks you for a reason for the hope that is in you. You do it with gentleness and respect. See, the whole idea is, is we have to be prepared to make a defense to anyone who asks us about the hope that we have. Yeah. Remember, this is in deep persecution. So as, <laughs> as the weight of the world is coming against the church, people are going, why are you doing what you're doing? Don't you see you're causing more trouble for yourself? No, because there's an important reason. This is why. This is what Jesus did. This is who he is. This is, this is why we're doing what we're doing. And it's interesting that word defense there is the Greek word um, apologia, where we get apologetics, defending yeah. your faith. And there's some great uh, people in apologetics out there. Um, so there's some great YouTube videos, and that's a whole other lesson <laughs> in and of itself. But the fact of the matter is, is God is telling us right here, we need to be prepared to defend our faith in Jesus Christ. Well, the only yeah. way to do that is to be in the Word. You have to understand the story of Scripture. You have to understand what God's purpose is for us as the body of Christ. you got to understand what He's going to accomplish. we got to understand who we are in Christ and why that's significant and important mm -hmm. so that we can tell people why. Um, I, I kind of think about it. It's really cool. I had an opportunity today at work. Um, one of my co-workers... Uh, he's, he's of a denominational faith that's a little bit more on the legalistic side, but uh, love the, the brother. He's great. Um, I get to get into some little theological questions as he brings up uh, his kind of somewhat goofy views of Scripture. He made a comment, and he said he got a little frustrated and said a word he shouldn't have said, and he mm -hmm. apologized, and, and he goes, well, you know, uh, at least I have you to, to really state my case for me. Uh, when we when we go to heaven, and I said, well, the problem with that is, is that's not the way it works. <laughs> you know, I said, 
I said, I'm not going to be there with you. You're going to have to stand on your own. And I said, the fact of the matter is, is there's only one mediator between God and man, and that's Jesus Christ. And so I, I was able to take these moments yeah. and then share with him a little further to, to be able to defend the truth and help him understand how he should be viewing these situations. It's great. Yeah. But if I wasn't prepared in the Word, that would be a lost opportunity. And and I think about times in my early Christian walk, um, I've had friends who, I mean, have flat out asked me, where do you get your hope? Huh. And I give some stupid answer that has nothing to do with Jesus. Because uh. why? Fearful, scared. Yeah. I wasn't prepared. I wasn't grounded enough in the Word. I didn't take the time to really answer that question for myself. And and you know what? It it really I beat myself up for you know a long time with that. Um, it wasn't really until years later that I found out that one of them actually ended up accepting Christ. Uh. And I was like, oh, thank you, Lord. But yeah. I took it as a okay. You know what? I need to be prepared so the next time it happens, I can just go. And so yeah. that's what Peter's getting at. So why study the Bible? We have to. It's the yeah. only way. For you to to share what Christ has done in 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 your life, and and so um, to be equipped, to be prepared, to um, to be able to defend your your faith, and so uh, that was a really cool uh, passage, and really enjoyed looking at that. And that leads us right into the next one, um, both of which are from Second Timothy chapter two, very well known passages. Uh, 2 Timothy 2.15, where Paul says, Do your best to present yourself to God as one approved, a worker who has no need to be ashamed, rightly handling the word of truth. Isn't that cool? Yeah. So, um, you know, that, that phrase, do your best, means to, to do one's best, to, to be eager, to be excited. It's not doing the bare minimum, you know. Uh, God's telling us here that, that what we need to do is get excited about it. Mm -hmm. It's something to really dive into. There's so many awesome truths uh, when we learn who we are in Christ. And um, he ties that phrase, Paul ties that phrase, do your best to the, the next phrase, a worker. Mm -hmm. Right? If, you, if you're going to be a true worker, you got to yeah. do your best. You can't, you can't be a slug. You got mm -hmm. to get in there. And he says, look, a worker who has no need to be ashamed. And, and the key isn't, oh, I better do all of these things so that I'm not, not going to be ashamed standing before God. No, he, what he's saying is, is if you do what you're supposed to be doing and you put your best effort, when that day comes, you don't have to worry about it. Right. You don't have to worry about whether you're going to be ashamed or not. Mm -hmm. It's not a rule list. It's kind of like my relationship with my wife. If I really, truly love her and I'm seeking to do everything I can for her and to know her and and to know her likes and her dislikes and to, to not do things to purposely irritate her and, and <laughs> all of these things, I don't have to worry about right. if she loves me or honors me or, you know, I, I don't, it's not even a thought. Right. And and that's what that's what Paul's getting at here. And he and he says, how do you do it? You rightly handle the word of truth. Mm. You properly dig into the the word. You don't misappropriate it. You don't distort it. 
You don't right. you don't get all caught up in your isms as priority. No, you you take God's word and you honestly use it in its proper way and un- go seek to understand it and and, and to let it guide you. Yeah. Um, that's the key. In order to to have that life to where you're not worried about if God's going to zap you or not, it's by rightly handling the word of truth. You can't do it any other way. Uh, a Christian walk outside of Scripture is not a Christian walk. And, and that brings us to the last passage we looked at, which is 2 Timothy three sixteen through 17 uh, another well-known passage where Paul writes, All Scripture is breathed out by God. So the, the very words coming from God. And he says they're profitable. Right? Scripture is profitable. And what's it profitable for? For teaching, for reproof, for correction, and for training in righteousness. Why? That the man of God may be complete, equipped for every good work. But there you go. If we're going to be complete, lacking nothing in our relationship with God, in our purpose on his mission, if we're going to be equipped with everything we need to go out there and live the Christ life, it all happens through Scripture. Yep. And if you're not in Scripture, you can't do it. You know. And a little side note I'm going to share here, which is really cool, uh, and it's, it's something that's really exciting in my own life that I've discovered really heavily in, in the last couple of years um, is when Paul says all scripture here, <laughs> at this point when he's writing, the scripture is the Hebrew scriptures. Yeah. Because the New Testament hasn't been written and, and brought together yet. And, you know, it's in <laughs> its early works. But he's talking about the Hebrew scriptures. And I think, yeah. I think sometimes we neglect that the Old Testament is part of the whole testament. Uh-huh. And and yeah. it's funny how we don't put an emphasis on it. Yet Paul, his letters are littered, yeah, with Old Testament references um, to the New Testament. And so, just a little side note um, on that. I think it's important to understand that we need to get into the whole set of Scripture. And, yeah. and that's the only way to be equipped. And so, uh, to, to really sum it up, there is no way to effectively be a f- true follower of Christ without being fully immersed in the Word. Yeah. Um, and and that's, that's part of our fellowship together, too. Uh, I think that's why one of the things that's so great about our house church is, is that it's not a time for us to come together where we just... You know, one of us preaches at everybody, yeah. but it's time for all of us to discuss what we discover, and and through that, I think we have a deeper and richer um, relationship with God's Word, and then ultimately with God Himself, yeah. and um, uh, it it's got to start there. And so, I, I shared then when we were looking at the application, I had a whole list of uh, passages and. Um, I'm not going to go through every single passage here in the podcast, but I will say uh, we should we could post it out on the website. Yeah, uh, I know we ultimately ultimately we want to have a, a an area that will teach you how to study uh, the Bible, and we'll put that out there eventually. Uh, so keep checking out there and 
maybe we'll have that sometimes too. But one of the things that I thought was really cool, I focus primarily on on the New Testament only because there's so many yeah. in in the Hebrew Scriptures that um, I, I shared a few. Uh, but I think the thing that really struck me was as I was going through Acts and and looking at where it talks about the Word of the Lord or Scripture. Or, or uh, anything connected with that, we there's a th- cool theme where Luke is writing, talking about the church going forward and new churches being started. He doesn't talk about it as the church spreading, the mm-hmm. church growing. He calls it the word of the Lord growing, yeah. increasing, spreading. Um, like in Acts six seven, he says, "And the word of God continues to increase, mm. or continue to increase, and the number of the disciples multiplied greatly." See, yeah. it was the word that increased that led to the disciples increasing. Uh, Acts twelve twenty four, but the word of God increased and multiplied. Acts thirteen yeah. forty nine, and the word of the Lord was spreading. I mean, that's that's really cool. You know, it's not about getting our our branding to expand across mm-hmm. our communities and the the world. It's the word of the Lord that needs to be expanding. Right. Um, and I think sometimes we've we've missed the focus and and we talk about the word of the Lord, but everything that we are focusing on expanding is our branding. Right. Um, but it's the word that continue to increase and prevail mightily as uh-huh. he writes in acts nineteen twenty, and and that to me i think was was the the coolest thing about it uh paul yeah. commends the thessalonians um in first thessalonians 1 8 he says for not only has the word the lord sounded forth from you uh in macedonian in achaia but your faith in god has gone forth everywhere so the word right. of the lord what yeah. they focused on getting out was the word of God. Mm-hmm. And why should we study scripture? Because I think that's an aspect that we're missing. Yeah. The only way for the word of the Lord to to go out there and to increase and to be sounded forth is for those Christ representatives, us, to be immersed in the scripture. Yeah. Um, and And that's... I think that's what's really vital, and ultimately, if you're going to rightly handle God's word, you got to know how to do it. Right. And so that's over the next three weeks, we're we're going to be looking at how to do that very thing, um, how to observe what we see in Scripture, how to take those observations and then interpret them properly mm-hmm. uh, in their context. And, and to understand all of that, um, and then to take that interpretation, that, that theological truth that we discover, and then how do we apply it in our own lives and in our communities. And so we're going to take the next three weeks and look at those steps, and then we'll be able to take those. And like I said, have a tool yeah. out there that we can share with others, walk you through, create some videos for you to watch, so that anybody can learn how to how to study God's word and so it's cool exciting yeah. 
stuff and like i said i could probably go rambling on more and more <laughs> and, and more about it but um yeah no that's good i um just one thought on when you shared that passage from uh, thessalonians where it said the word of the lord sounded forth from them you know it's easy to just roll over that and not recognize that it's god's words went forth yeah, and um yeah. i was reading in proverbs this morning proverbs 2 and of course solomon's writing here and um Right there, chapter 2, verse 1 of Proverbs says, My son, if you receive my words and treasure up my commandments with you, and then he goes into all these different things, if you do this and listen. Basically, he's just saying, if you listen to the words, if you seek after my words and my commandments, it says then in verse 5, it says, Then you'll understand the fear of the Lord and find the knowledge of God. And that's, yeah. I mean, that's ultimately what God wanted to do, right? In uh, Deuteronomy yep. 6, he wanted yeah. to just be everything about you the words of god are just pouring out you know overflowing yeah. out of you and so i think um like you said we need to be immersed in that and i think that's a big thing that um people are missing in the church today um they don't know their bible they don't know um the reason or they yeah. don't have the defense like we talked about in peter exactly and so um hopefully our goal over the next few weeks is to have some tools for everybody um, to be able to use so that they can have that defense and, and sound forth the word of the Lord. And so, yeah, um, really good stuff. So, well, thanks for listening this week, everybody. And, uh, we'll be back with you with a new episode next week. Have a good one. Thanks for listening to this week's episode of Motion Church Weekly. As always, head over to our website at motionchurch.life or follow us on social media to keep up with the latest from Motion Church. We hope you have a great week.